and welcome back to the Kimberly Lovey podcast. I am your host, Kimberly Lovey. You guys, we finally traveled with our baby. Okay, guys, welcome back. It's been a minute. Sorry that I missed last week's episode, but we've been on the road. Okay. So we basically took two trips back to back, and I know we had a chat about how Hawaii was going to be exorbitant, and I basically, we canceled that trip because it was just way too much, and one of the big reasons why we canceled it besides it being way too expensive was I just sat there and thought, wow, we just spent all this money getting our baby sleep trained, and now I'm going to go travel and completely undo it. That makes no sense because Hawaii is four hours behind us and it would completely mess up our sleep schedule with the baby so I decided to nix that Brian and I we begrudgingly but you know we did it we begrudgingly kind of canceled that trip and decided we will take that trip just it's not our time so when Charlotte was in the hospital we she actually had missed a trip to Disneyland that her camp was taking her and Carter and everybody else on and we felt really bad about it so I had promised her because she saw her brother go Carter ended up going to Disneyland but she obviously was not able to go so I told her at that time like don't worry we're gonna take you either to Disneyland or Legoland I promise so we had to make good on the promise and the last time we went to Legoland was when the kids were like really young like two and three and I think they were probably a little bit too young Uh, We also had a bit of a debacle that trip because Carter ended up getting car sick and we had actually been borrowing a car from Mercedes that they like were kind enough to just lend us for the weekend. So he ends up getting car sick the last mile of that trip and it was the kid's first road trip. We had no idea that he was prone to car sickness at this time and like it was traumatic, traumatic, dramatic, but basically we were a mile away and we pulled over at a Taco Bell and he just puked everywhere, like everywhere, projectile all over the Mercedes. And we had to like strip him down and like he was literally in the Taco Bell drive through being like stripped naked with like a suitcase. Like they must have thought people driving by like ordering their tacos, they're like, you know, Mexican pizza or whatever. They must have thought this kid was like homeless or something. But anyway, um, Yes. Yeah, so cut to Brian and I were like, we got it. Let's take the kids to, to San Diego. There's lots to do. And then also on our December trip to San Diego last December, we actually had purchased the wild animal safari park tickets and it got rained, rained out. So we got there and all of a sudden there was a downpour. So we ended up having to turn around and go home. So we still had tickets that are good for a year. So we were like, we really want to use those tickets. So we're like, okay, we'll go to San Diego, we'll do Legoland, we will do the safari park, and like, you know, that's basically it. And then we basically picked the same hotel as we had previously. So quick rundown on where we recommend that you stay in San Diego. So basically, we had tried the Omni Hotel, and I'd podcasted about what happened there, but basically... Everybody we knew was like, oh, the Omni, it's so great for kids. It's great for families. We're like, awesome. So we had gone there and candidly, the rooms were just very run down. Like the property is gorgeous because it's all golf course and it's just a really, really spectacular property and you really can't beat it. They also have two water slides and the splash pad and then two pools. So 
we really were enjoying it, but the rooms just required a lot of maintenance. They ended up upgrading us to the presidential suite when we were there. And it was just, there was wires hanging out that Brian, he knows real estate. And so he was like, okay, if we turn on the shower, that can literally electrocute somebody. So there was just all these like, it just, the rooms were not well maintained there. And so we also had an issue where I went to get my massage and then I got stood up like 20 minutes into the massage. They told me, oh, you don't have a masseuse. So anyway, look, with all due respect, like we want to give them the grace that they deserve because it's also, it it's also been over the time of like a staffing a labor shortage and things. So we know that things are probably running a lot smoother at that property, but Needless to say, we ended up switching over to the Park Hyatt Aviara for our next San Diego trip, and we loved it there. So that's in Carlsbad, and it's only 13 minutes away from Legoland, and it's about 35 minutes from the Wild Animal Safari Park, which is east. So we love that property. It's very like, it's it's one of those properties that it's definitely for adults, but if you have kids, it's okay too you know so they have two water slides there but you go in and it just feels elegant they had updated the rooms two years ago apparently in 2010 the ownership changed so it used to be a four seasons hotel and then the hyatt took it over so it's just a five-star property it's beautiful it's clean it's new and so basically we get there and we had gotten two rooms adjoining because the suites were too expensive and I think the mid-tier rooms, like the next, basically like the the mid-tier rooms were sold out. And so then the higher tier rooms were like super expensive. So it made more sense for us to just book two rooms adjoining. And here's the thing that's amazing about that property that you guys should know is that if you do need two beds in a room, both beds are king beds, which is the only property I've ever seen that has two king beds. So basically the way we worked it out was me and London stayed in one room, they brought in a crib, and then I had the king bed to myself, and so it was me and the baby. And then across the way, adjoining, we had two king beds, so Brian had his own bed, and then the kids shared a king bed. So that's the way we worked it out. And the reason for that is because if London woke up in the middle of the night, I really did not want to disrupt the big kids' sleep or Brian's. Like if I could just if I could just basically take one for the team on this, like that was the best thing. And I thought if she napped, it would be better for her to have her own quiet space. So that's what we ended up doing. That actually worked out beautifully. And there was actually some drama with London sleeping, which I'll tell you about in a second. But I will say when we got there, it was like already four o'clock. And so their water slides run from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. So basically we got there at four and oh, traffic there was horrible. It took us four and a half hours. We stopped over. We always stop at Seal Beach and we stop at Seal Beach and we exit and we go to the Whole Foods there and the Whole Foods, like, of course, we all had to pee and their bathroom was out of commission for two days. And then, so then we had to go next door to Staples, go to the bathroom. That was inconvenient. And then we had sandwiches, but they were very bad. Like the the food at the Whole Foods was very disappointing. It's normally really great. And they have pizza for the kids. And Brian and I got sandwiches and the bread was like old. It was just not good. Then we got in the car and we crawled there to the point where Brian and I actually, Brian was getting nauseous on the way there when I was driving. So then we switched. So he was driving. I was sitting in the middle row with London 
and then the big kids were in the back but anyway we crawled there so the drive there was not pleasant it was friday we left at 11 it should be more of like a two to three hour drive and it took us four and a half hours with like a 30 minute stopover so it was not great so anyway we get there at four o'clock and the plan was get the kids to go on the water slide so that they can run out some energy have some fun and we really won't have a pool day so this is going to be their day to enjoy that so we get there brian immediately takes the kids down oh wait so we get there and our room is not ready i'm like okay like normally that's not a big deal if it's like just me and brian it's like eh, no big deal we'll wait we can just like go in this other room and change and like go about our day and like just wait for our room it's like really not a big deal at all but because we had the baby and i also had breast milk that was frozen that like I had to manage making sure that I put that away properly and stored it properly. Plus we had to change the baby, plus we had to change the big kids. And it was just like really kind of, like it's not simple when you have three kids, like nothing's simple logistically. So to have to like, so basically they gave us this other room temporarily. And then we kind of like couldn't really, we had to sort of like change the kids into their bathing suits and like get the baby changed and then pack everything back up but it's like a lot of unpacking you know because like the way that i make our family travel when we do these short day trips is to have one family suitcase and then the baby had her own suitcase so we travel pretty light so brian gets so we get the big kids ready they go downstairs carter charlotte and brian and then i'm with the baby i'm like okay i'm just gonna quickly like change her like then i'll feed her a bottle i'll get a backup bottle it's fine well, the baby, I had brought her two swim diapers because like we were only going to go swimming one day for two hours. So as soon as I put her in the swim diaper, get her in her bathing suit, she immediately has a huge blowout, huge explosion, poops everywhere. I'm like, great. So I'm like, okay. So it's like a massive poop. So then I switch her into the second swim diaper and get her in her bathing suit again. And sure enough, poops again. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. There's stuff everywhere, all over the room. Like I'm worried about my breast milk melting because it can only be out of the fridge for like five hours if it's frozen, I think, or a couple hours. And anyway, I had had, I had stored it in like a little like cooler. But anyway, I was just like kind of like frantic and overwhelmed. So our room was still not ready. So I was just like panicking because I'm like, this is just way too much. Like, I don't even think I'm going to, it's like five o'clock already. We have less than an hour. It's like past five o'clock. We have less than an hour to go down there. We have stuff literally all over this room. I have to pack it all back up. I don't have a diaper for the baby to go swimming now. Like she just went through her two swim diapers and like my breast milk is sitting here melting. So I just started to get really flustered and panicky. And Brian's like, just come down. And he's like texting me, do you want a drink? And I'm like thinking, I don't have time for a drink. I'm just in survival mode right now. You know, I was like freaking out. It was very overwhelming. I was definitely pushed outside of my comfort zone on this trip, which I do think was a good thing. Okay. So I end up being like all huffy puffy and just going downstairs and being like, I'm just going to, we'll figure it out. Brian, thankfully noticed that they actually provide you with swim diapers. So I was able to change the baby, get her cleaned up down in front of everyone at, at the pool area, which was not my idea of choice and get her into the pool and it's like actually really perfect because you can kind of you know those like pools that you they kind of like gradually go down and it looks like a beach almost so the pool like you can sit there in like a foot of water with your baby and just kind of play in the water so I was like finally relaxed and enjoying things and like had gotten everything packed up upstairs and they still like when we were done they were going to have our room ready but anyway 
So I'm like sitting there just like finally like taking a breath, like finally relaxed for a minute. And Carter's like in the spa, which is like not that far away. And I hear him say, oh, yeah, that's my mom. And, and then all of a sudden I hear someone say, Kimberly. And I looked up and it was one of my really good friends, Sarah, from mommy and me class that like we had been literally trying to get together for like five years ridiculous like every time one of us tried to get together like one of us got COVID or something happened it was just so wild because I'm like oh my gosh Sarah and so it was the best surprise she was on a family vacation she literally had just arrived also she also just had her third baby like six months before us and like her like her kids are almost the exact same age so we've been on this kind of like parallel path ever since the mommy and me like just so crazy so anyway it was so awesome that she was there I was instantly like excited and overjoyed to see her and then she was with another one of her friends and it was just awesome to meet these you know amazing families and hang out and we were just having the best time so then we kind of wrapped up the day the water slide water slides closed oh yeah we look up like our husbands are like hanging out up top with the big kids like with the waters at the water slides like not even knowing that their wives are friends so that was like it was just serendipitous it was awesome so that was super fun and then we were just exhausted so we just ended up finally getting our new room and bathing the kids and going to bed so then London has the worst night's sleep that night she's like screaming in the middle of the night first her pacifier keeps falling out and I'm like okay I'm like just putting the pacifier back in and all this stuff then she just is inconsolable it's like four in the morning and I'm like, oh my God, I have to end up feeding her in the middle of the night, which by the way, leading into this trip, she's already at this point sleeping from 7 p.m. to 6 p.m. And she sometimes will wake up a little bit for like her pacifier and that's it. We're definitely not feeding her overnight. She's five months old. So I was so desperate in the middle of the night that I actually like feed her. I like get out all the milk and like, thankfully they'd given me a freezer by the way, thank goodness. And I had brought a bunch of breast milk and a bunch of formula and she's not normally on formula, but I'm like, okay, you know, this is going to be what makes the most sense. So I like heated up a bottle or I don't even think I heated it in the middle of the night, gave her some milk. She like ends up going down for 20 minutes. I'm finally falling back asleep. She wakes back up and she's up for the rest of the day. It's 530 in the morning. And I had been up since 4 a.m. I literally, you guys, start crying. I start crying. I was so exhausted. So that was the start to our first day at in San Diego. Outdoor Movies by You is not just your average rental company. We consider ourselves an outdoor movie event company. Starting in 2011, we created the idea of bringing the movie theater to your backyard. Other than maybe a park with a ton of strangers, no one really knew what the outdoor movie was. With having over 30 years of experience of being a social event planner, Carrie combined the two and has created an event company that focuses on the outdoor movie concept. Simple options to choose from, just the basic, the actor, to having it all, act two, in and out burger packages. We offer seating, swag bags, s'mores, blankets, you name it, we can get it. We like to think of ourselves as a one-stop shop. Oh, and free popcorn with every event. We have no area boundaries from Santa Barbara to San Diego and everywhere in between. Once the pandemic hit, we had never seen anything like this. Our business grew by leaps and bounds as it was the safest way to entertain. 
We felt that we are putting laughs and smiles on faces in such a dark time. Whether it's a date night for two or a school with a thousand, Outdoor Movies by You will roll out the red carpet every time. See us in action on Instagram at Outdoor Movies by You. Okay, so then we regrouped. I decided to put on a chipper attitude and it's okay. I got six hours of sleep, even though it was horrible sleep. Like, it's all good. I don't want to ruin our kids' trip. Like, I'll survive it, you know? So the awesome thing was that we ended up booking with American Express Platinum and they ended up giving us buffet breakfast for free for all of us with our rooms, which saved us like $500. Plus, we ended up getting a third night free by booking it with Amex. So that was pretty amazing because literally a third of our trip was then like reduced like it ended up being so well worth it which is good because the the rates were very high as you guys know over the summer so anyway um so we ended up having like a fabulous brunch or like breakfast and then we ended up going to the safari park okay so this was really cool and we knew so it was going to be a very hot day 97 degrees and we have the baby and i'm like prepping all the milk and i'm like just really trying to not like be overwhelmed but i'm just like doing my best through it all Hot tip, by the way, when you travel, always bring hand soap because the bar soap at a hotel is just like, just does not do it. Like your hands just don't get as clean. Are you, do you guys know what I'm saying? Like they're just never as clean. So just FYI, I used to travel for work for like a decade. My best tip for travel for anybody is always bring your own hand soap, like liquid hand soap. I always do it and I kick myself when I forget it and it's always the best thing. I brought that and I brought uh, I brought like a bottle brush and I brought dish soap. Okay, so anyway, so we end up getting everything packed up and leaving really early for the safari park because we knew it was going to be a hot day. We get there, we parked in the VIP, which we recommend. We didn't do that last time when we got rained out and we regretted it because then you have to walk way up the hill and parking's tough. So that was a really important, like it's expensive. It's like $20 on top of the regular parking, but it's worth it. Okay, so... We get there, it's early, it's gonna be a hot day, and you know, first we see a carousel. So I'm like, okay, we, we need a quick win with the kids, you know? So we, they get on the carousel, they're having a great time, great. We keep walking, and this safari park has everything. It has the giraffes, the monkeys, the lions, all the things that you would think that you'd have in a regular zoo that seem to not be there anymore. So it was really great. Then we get to the hot air balloon, which I had no idea about this, and it takes you up like 400 feet into the sky and it's massive, but it's like tethered to the ground still, but it's massive, it's huge. So Carter and I are both afraid of heights, but he doesn't really know that I'm afraid of heights. Like I don't really broadcast that cause I'm not trying to like project it on him or on any of my kids, you know? So I kind of like low key, like understand that he's afraid of heights, but I don't want him to like get it from me. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so he ends up like I'm thinking, oh, there's no way this kid's going to do this because I'm definitely not doing this hot air balloon. There's zero chance. So anyway, I know for sure Charlotte and Brian will go because they're like wild like that. Carter ends up totally wanting to go. I was shocked. So I say nothing. Me and London are just firmly on the ground. I'm like, my palms are sweating knowing that my family's up there. I'm watching them go up, up, up. And it's slow. You know, it's a slow ride up. And then they like hold them up there for like a solid five minutes. And I'm like, oh my God. Like I'm thinking Carter is going to be screaming. He's going to be losing his mind. They come down and I'm like, oh my God. He probably was like crying the whole time, like making a whole like debacle. 
he comes off. I'm like, how was it, son? He's like, great. I'm like, really? And I don't want to be like, you weren't freaking out. You know, I don't want to say that. But he's like, yeah. He goes, well, I'm afraid of heights, but I decided to lean into my fear and let it roll off my back. I was like, who says that? by the way, like I've never said that to him or said anything even of that sort to my son. So he just like, his emotional intelligence is just incredible. Just some of the things these kids can say, like at such a young age, I mean, he's six. So that was really like, like hit me in the face. I couldn't believe it. So then we went on a tram ride, which was great. Oh, first in between that, we got lunch and the air conditioning. We went on a tram ride and then like the baby was really fussy and needed to nap. It was getting really hot. So we went home or back to the hotel and we were able to hang out with my friends again, Sarah and Mal and their husbands. And anyway, so, and their kids and everything. That was awesome. They were just having like a pool day or whatever. And then my best friend, Stephanie, came and she met me and her daughter, Caitlin, and that was super fun. And the kids just like love playing with her because she's nine, Carter's six and Charlotte's five. So they just had the best time with her. And then we ended up going to a dinner and I had, oh, keep in mind, because I packed like so slimly and wasn't planning on going to any dinners or anything of the sort, I didn't pack more than one bathing suit. I didn't pack a dinner dress, no makeup like the bare bones. I literally brought like Lululemon stretch pants, enough underwear, one swimsuit, like the basics, right? Like the most basic I could possibly get because our car like wouldn't fit multiple bags like beyond the two. So it was kind of funny because we ended up booking like a nice dinner and then I had to go in like my same like swimsuit outfit, like, you know, cover up whatever dress. And it was just funny. Or maybe I actually know I did leggings and like my whatever. Anyway, it was just like not what I would normally wear, but it, it doesn't matter. It literally did not matter, but it was really fun. So we went down there and had like a really, really good time. And basically we just ate our faces off, drank, and it was just so great to see friends again and all that good stuff. Okay. So then cut to the next night. So then, so that night comes again, London is like screaming in the middle of the night. And I'm like, this is just horrible. It's just horrible. I cannot console her. I have no idea what's going on. I'm trying to feed her. It's the middle of the night. It's just like awful. Finally, when we wake up, I see she has like her eyes like glued shut with like green. I'm like, oh my God, she has pink eye. I looked at her eye. Her eye, her eye was all pink. I'm like, so they had already had pink eye like a week and a half ago. So I thought that it was done with. So I had stopped her and I gave her the drops too because she was getting it. But her eyes seemed to have cleared up. So anyway, end up thankfully bringing the pink eye medicine. Thank goodness. So I end up giving her the drops and I'm like, this is why she's been like out of her mind this whole trip like at night. And it was just horrible. So yeah. So basically then the next day is Legoland. And again, I'm like exhausted and we're on our way there and Charlotte starts saying like basically like she doesn't have the language to say her gland but like almost like her right gland was hurting her and this made me nervous because I'm like you know she had this sickness and I don't know that she's fully recovered and I don't know that we ever really got an answer as to what it was but it just made me really nervous so we get to Legoland Charlotte's not smiling she's not excited she's completely uncomfortable and I'm starting to panic between London first of all I'm completely sleep deprived London has pink eye and I'm like hoping she's not actually sick. And then Charlotte is like miserable. And I feel so bad for Charlotte because she's so happy and outgoing usually. And she's just like silent. 
Like she does not feel well. So we start to enter the park and they end up giving us this like golden coin. They gave it to Charlotte. Like they made Charlotte and Carter do rock, paper, scissors. Charlotte wins it. He's like, oh, this is worth over $100. We're like, what? So we have no idea what this is about. So we like keep it and then later find out it's basically like a free pass to like get you to the front of the line or you can draw a prize and there's only like 10 of them in all of Legoland a day and like they're highly sought after and on and on. So that was kind of a a fun little twist. Okay, so as soon as we get there, I go and immediately buy her Tylenol, buy Charlotte Tylenol, give it to her and thankfully within 30 minutes it kicks in and she's like back to her old self. You guys, we had the best time. Legoland was the jam. It is officially my new favorite place. Like, this was the perfect move. So, of course, we got, like, the fast passes, which are pretty expensive. But Brian and I didn't each need one. So, we got one for the adults and then two for the kids. So, we only had to get three. But they're expensive still. They're, like, $100 each on top of, like, you know, $100-plus tickets. So, it's not cheap. But whatever. I guess all these theme parks are like that. So anyway, it was great because we were able to cut the line basically and, you know, go on a lot of rides and it wasn't overly crowded. It was a Monday or was it? Yeah, it was a Monday at this point. And I went on a couple of the rides. The thing I really like about Legoland for this age, like for five and six year olds is like the rides are really fun and they're a little, they're like thrilling, but they're not scary. Like they don't cross that line of being like, okay, that was actually scary. Like it's very fun yet tame. And for me, I kind of am still afraid of roller coasters. And so I personally was like, oh, this is great. Cause I felt like it was really pure fun. It wasn't just like, oh my God, I have to like muster up my courage to like do this ride. Like it wasn't anxiety inducing, you know? So yeah, we had an amazing day at Legoland. Everything's on the app. You have to like download the app and everything. And it wasn't too hot. It was a long day, but it wasn't too long. Like it was really good. Like, and and then the park is about 15 minutes, like I said, from our hotel. So it wasn't a super long drive or anything. And London did great. So yeah, it was a really fun day at Legoland. And then the next night we had a better night. London slept much better, but not perfect, but better because she had the eye drops. And so, yeah, so then that night we got home though before, sorry, before that night's sleep. So when we got back from Legoland, we ended up just doing like room service and like Brian each night was like going out to the bar and then bringing me like a drink back. And so we'd each have our little drink and cheers to each other. The kids were having their room. We were all having our room service. It was just super fun. It, you know, it was just fun making memories and it's the first time we've traveled all summer and London's first getaway it also really did push me out of my comfort zone as far as traveling with a baby and we didn't have a nanny we didn't have a grandmother and you know when you're at home you are used to things being like exactly as you're used to this pushed me to get more comfortable I had to use formula a couple times and use different bottles and not have them sanitized all the time and just kind of be a little bit more relaxed and I think that's good for me to like remember like it's okay like it doesn't all need to be perfect so yeah the ride home thankfully was so smooth it was two hours we didn't even stop actually we just went straight and it was great like I was amazed although I really did have to pee by the end and it was wonderful so that was our trip to Legoland I definitely feel like 
the Park Hyatt Aviara is our spot. Like I'm ready to go again and I want to go to Legoland again. I would maybe do SeaWorld next, but I hear that it's not as great because they don't have Shamu and like they took away a lot of the sites because it's like dangerous and like, I don't know, whatever. So I'm not sure if you guys have been to SeaWorld, can you let me know what you think of it? Yeah, we survived. We did our first trip away from home. And so that was our Legoland trip and it was pretty amazing. Then the next trip comes only four days later. Okay, so we come home from Legoland on a Tuesday and by Friday we actually, Brian and I have a 40th birthday party to attend in Orange County. Okay, so it was just gonna be me and him, which I was very excited about after traveling with the kids, but it was definitely like a lot. So we had to go kind of all the way back to where we just were a couple of days later, but we were excited about it. So Becky ended up taking a, a night off for her current job and helping us out. And so she stayed with London and then the big kids, we basically packed up everybody and dropped Carter and Charlotte off at Bobby's house in Beverly Hills. So kind of on our way, we just dropped the kids off at their grandmother's and they got to do a sleepover with her and Saba. So that was really exciting. They like love sleeping over there. It's like super fun for them and she's the best. And it's so easy for me because she has everything the kids need. Like she has pajamas, she has toothbrush, she has all the things. So I don't even really need to pack them anything besides maybe like underwear. So it was so cute. Carter and Charlotte both like packed, you know, pajamas, change of clothes, underwear, and socks. I'm like, that was it. They just, they're so cute. They were so excited. They had their little suitcase. And so, yeah, so that worked out really well. So then Brian and I drive down there and we're staying at the Ritz Carlton in Laguna Niguel. So normally we stay at the property that we got married at, which used to be the St. Regis Monarch Beach in Dana Point. And then it was sold to, it was sold twice since then. So now it's a Waldorf Astoria and it was actually booked it was sold out so we ended up staying at the Ritz which I'm not complaining about it was just like oh this isn't our normal thing you know so but then we were kind of both like yeah we're a little bit over like staying at the same place all the time so like it's good you know we're we're glad that we're staying somewhere different so we get there we get to the Ritz Carlton from the moment you pull up there's a guitar playing the weather in Orange County is just perfect it's like beautiful palm trees and it's just beautiful like he's just wonderful so we go there our room is not ready they say okay it'll be ready in an hour like no problem because it's just me and Brian at this point so we start walking the property and it's just it's on a cliff side whereas the Waldorf is not it's like there behind it is a golf course so if you're a golfer you stay at the Waldorf if you are not a golfer and you're more into like you want the ocean like right there then you go to the Ritz so beautiful beautiful views and we had been there before when we had gotten engaged the next night we had we had a meal there uh the weekend we had gotten engaged the next night yeah okay so we decided to go and like get brian well so i thought we were just walking the property and then of course brian's like i'm hungry i'm like okay so we end up sitting down and they have this beautiful restaurant it's like all out on a patio. They have umbrellas and it's over the ocean and the beach is like below you. And it's just, it's really high up. It's really beautiful. And it's just picturesque. It's like heavenly. 
And again, they had another guitarist come and she was singing and they bring this cheeseburger and truffle fries. Brian orders me truffle fries. Keep in mind, it's his lunch. Of course, I end up like having three bites of his cheeseburger and like a bunch of his truffle fries, even though I just had pounded like all this other food. Anyway, wonderful, wonderful meal. Beautiful view. Everything's just beautiful. But now it's kind of late and I realized I should have booked this with American Express and I didn't. And we probably could have gotten a bunch of perks and I didn't book it that way. And so anyway, basically we go to the front and our room still wasn't ready. And the guy there, Lucas, he was so cute and so nice, the manager. And he ends up like pulling us aside and being like, hey, you know, sorry, it's delayed. It's busy. Like we're like, oh, it's no problem. But meanwhile, like I'm like, okay, our party starts like soon, like in like 45 minutes. We need to like get going. But I mean, I didn't, it was like, whatever, we'll get there when we get there. It's not that big of a deal. So we're like, it's no problem. Like, it's all good. And he's like, okay, actually, I got your room. He like comes back. He's like, I got your room and I got you like all the perks of Amex, but like, it's not officially through them and all this stuff. We're like, awesome. Thank you so much. It was so nice. We end up going to our room and it's on the club floor, which by the way, the club floor is so amazing because you get a cocktail hour, you get free breakfast, you get water, all you want, you get all the things. It's like all there for you. Coffee in the morning, it's its own thing. You have someone that helps you. So we get up there, we're like, yes, we're on the club floor. This is amazing. That was so nice of that guy. And then anyway, so we get there and our room, you guys, is two queen beds. We start like cracking up. It was so funny. We were like literally dying laughing. So anyway, we end up getting an uber we get to the party and turns out there's like gonna be about 100 people there they rented out the whole restaurant slash bar met so many super cool people and just had such a great time one funny thing was that at the end we did like the after party like all the friends were like okay we're gonna do an after party and brian and i are like okay we're we're gonna do it we're down like you know we just anything to support the birthday girl and like So we go and we end up like, so we end up going to a dive bar and I'm like, it's like across the way. Keep in mind, guys, I'm 38. It's been a minute since I've been to a dive bar. Okay. But nonetheless, we're down like whatever it is. Right. So Brian and I go and as we're going in, this is like a small thing, but it was actually really funny. We're going in and the guy like cards me and then he like gives it back. I'm like, okay, cool. And then he put something like above my hand and so I turn my hand around I'm like thinking he's gonna like sanitize my hand he's like uh turn your hand around ma'am I'm like what like I don't know what's going on you know he stamps it and I was like oh right and he just like looks at me and grins because like I'm clearly out of practice like I forgot about getting your hand stamped when you walk into a bar or whatever anyway it was super funny so yeah we did some dancing some drinking and that was super fun and then we ended up getting an uber home and thankfully brian and i were not like nearly as wasted as we thought we may have been hopefully or maybe the drinks were a little bit watered down i'm not really sure but thankfully it all worked out in our favor because we were actually intact and then penny the woman at our clubhouse she like was still there and she's like this cutest woman she's like the attendant or whatever at the clubhouse and she was still there I'm like Penny don't they let you go home she's like oh I'm leaving in a bit and she ends up like pulling out desserts for us like these fancy little desserts and like 
we so we had a little snack or whatever before we went to bed and then so that was really fun and then the next morning which was just we were going to leave the next day because you know we work have kids well brian works and we have kids and all that stuff so yeah so i ended up going for a workout like ocean view in front of you so gorgeous oh and brian did book massages that's right he booked two 90 minute massages so that was super nice we went there and we went down there after breakfast and so i did a quick workout we had a quick breakfast then we went down and had a massage so that was really beautiful and then i think the woman had to adjust our time for the massage and I guess she was new and she felt really bad because originally she had us booked at 10:45 in the morning and then ended up having to push it to 11:15. so she felt really bad about it and I guess she thought Brian was just so sweet the way he was like okay even though it did kind of mess up our timeline for the day but it was fine like we just had a couple other things we had to get done in Orange County and we really couldn't because our timing was off and it was kind of like tight timing throughout the day we had a tight turnaround time because Becky had to leave at five for her job that night. Anyway, so yes, so it was really nice. She gave him like, she gave us like a little gift bag, like swag bag, because she thought he was just so nice and she appreciated him being so gracious. So, you know, that makes me feel good to have a husband that's always like really kind and just respectful and not a jerk. And, you know, he's just classy like that. I just, I'm really proud of my husband. I'm proud to be by his side because he is just really so respectful and classy and I think that's super important and I'm just proud to be his wife because you know you want to feel like I don't know you just want to feel like you're with a good guy and that he represents your family well and hopefully vice versa so anyway I'm just proud of him so it was really a nice surprise and then the pool scene there it was cool like again they had the guitar they had guitars throughout the whole property it was really interesting and I have to say it really does change the mood um so yeah so we did that and then we went home and the kids were, you know, had the best time with their Bobby. Uh, Becky had been FaceTiming me and giving me updates about London. She did great overnight with, with Becky. And I was worried that she was like regressing with her sleep, but we had cried it out a couple days, like between the two trips, I made her cry it out. Cause I'm like, I cannot have her regressing at five months. Like she's gotta be sleeping through the night. We're trying to get her naps down. So yeah, so that was basically our last week on the road. It was super fun and it felt good to go out there and live again and do some stuff. And we do have some big, breaking, exciting family news, but it's not for me to share, not now. I have recorded the episode already. So look for that either in the next couple of days or next week. It's like a mini episode, basically. It's like 10 minutes. And I'm really excited to share some breaking family news. And with that, I'm going to let you guys go. Uh, oh, also yesterday we did go to Sam and Abby's for a barbecue and they had some homemade pizza. That was absolutely delicious. I'm so glad that now I know our neighbors can cook us amazing handmade pizzas. And it was fun hanging with their friends. Like they just have so many, like I love their family and their friends and a lot of babies and pregnant women and all the good stuff. So that was super fun too. So um, that was kind of our last week and a half. That's where we've been. And thank you guys again for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, please do not forget to rate me five stars and also hit the plus button on Apple podcast. And that helps me make sure that I've got all the trackings and analytics down and, you know, advertisers and things of that nature are interested in that. So as we look to build and grow the show, 
having like great reviews and more subscribers and all that jazz really does help. So tell a friend if you enjoy this. We will probably continue to do more interviews coming up. I've just intentionally kept it kind of low key for the last several months because, you know, we've been in baby land. So we'll probably also have more content around, you know, just inspirational people, people that have an amazing story, influential people. We've got a bunch of people lined up that are pretty amazing. I'm really excited. I'm also not rushing those podcasts because I want to do some research. Like some of these people have written books that I want to be reading before I have them on, things of that nature. So definitely excited for that um, kind of change of pace. It'll be probably less baby focused and more, I don't know, just a little bit more educational, inspirational, and entertaining, hopefully as always. And with that, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon. All right, that is it for today. Now, as you know, some of our best conversations actually happen after the show. So I want you to find me on Instagram at Kimberly Lovey and let me know your thoughts about today's show. You can screenshot this episode and let us know what your biggest takeaway was and tag me at Kimberly Lovey and we can share it on our stories. I will see you again, same time, same place next week. <laughs>